0: This is a Lit Match production. Oh,
1: ah, that's hot! Intro time, right? Intro time!
0: Intro a time. In this episode, we'll talk about... Getting cancelled. Board games. Favorite book types. Daylight savings. <laughs> yeah, Alright. Hello and welcome Welcome to the dark corner of the dark web of the deepest, darkest podcast you can find on here. This is our <laughs> ASMR episode. No, this is not our ASMR episode, <laughs> but welcome. We should do an ASMR episode. The entire episode, we just talk like, hi, welcome back. We're going to go get some chips. Do you want it? Crunch. <laughs> oh
1: my God, I stepped on my cat. Crunch. <laughs> <No. laughs>
0: I feel like my laps would just be too. We have to like edit out my laps to just. (laughs) It would be explosive. (laughs) The fireworks. That was loud. Oh, yeah.
1: (laughs) Bring it back. Bring it back. Well, hello, everybody, and welcome to the Chris and Sal show.
0: My name's Chris. My name's Sal. And we do this show. Um,. A few times. Yeah, a couple of times. Every once in a while. Exactly. Whenever we get that spur of inspiration, you know, um, that's when we choose to do it. You know, but sometimes we do it completely uninspired. Like today, for example. <laughs> Where does the inspiration come from? Well, we kind of just leave a window open and hope that the universe just throws something in here, you know?
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: Whatever it may be.
1: Sometimes it's just a glass of wine, which is what I'm having currently. Perhaps you should find one. <laughs>
0: But it is something important, though. It is, it is the time of saving time this past weekend. or Oh, what is that called? Daylight saving? Daylight cravings time,
1: where you crave more daylight. No, I crave more sleep. They took away my goddamn Not sleep. I'm totally fine with them adding an hour, but how fuck <laughs> dare you.
0: We should just take a minute of my time. <laughs> we should just exponentially keep adding on more hours of sleep. never adjusting it back just let's keep on saving
1: more daylight here guys (laughs) you know i read something uh where they it was like other um other things we can do besides daylight savings to like kind of keep us on track yeah and i read something that what we could do maybe i don't have the exact math of this correct but if we make every month 30 days so no more February with your with your 26 or two days, <laughs> however many days are in February. Right. No no more 31s. And then we make New Year's Day its own day. Unexist- it doesn't count in a year. It's just like the change of the year. That's New Year's Day. So it's going to look weird on paperwork, but in that way I read that it would be consistent all year round. Really?
0: That's interesting. Yeah. Wow. Part of me was always thinking about how every – how our calendar changes but it always seems to line up with like the equinoxes i don't know i mean all i all i do know this is a fact that
1: i made up and that i think is right we need more sleep
0: right?
1: <laughs> we need more sleep and the seasons don't even line up anymore you know oh, what that I mean?
0: too yes
1: like uh, it's cold way into it, it's March. It's cold when it's, it's hot.
0: It's hot when it's cold. We're like. I think the... it's. I think it's supposed to snow this week when we're recording. So yeah, it is. Yes, yeah. It's that's what I read too. And today was kind of flurries out.
1: Yeah. Everything. Everything is moving over. So so something's going on.
0: And I don't like that because just this past weekend it was beautifully hot out, and it was like, oh my god, people in shorts hanging out at the park, and then. Ugh.
1: That's all I want to do. I know. Just actually, I want to hang out on the beach. That's like, honestly, if I can choose the way that I'd go, just like let me go to sleep on a beach. I don't care if I get really burned, but like, let me <laughs> let me go go to the beach. Have like like a pina colada in my hand. Let, you let know? me drink myself to death, and then I can never feel anything in my death, and that's it. That's, that's all. That's all that's I a want. Beautiful way that to go. Out, you know, be a solid way to go. Nice. Let me let me freaking. Uh, this is this is not even a funny like meme but you know like that that <laughs> meme where it's Homer Simpson just like disappearing into, into the bushes the yeah bushes yeah that's what i want to happen to me into the sand like somebody that's how please i go somebody photoshop that thank you yeah, yeah um engulf me into the sand and that would
0: be it and that's the end of me that'd be beautiful poetic yeah <laughs> i feel like i would you know i would also want to go out I, i've been telling everybody i really want to go out in my dreams i've been telling everybody i know <laughs> i, I want to die, die. <laughs> and this is how i want to do <laughs> can you set this up for me you know can we make this happen and uh a lot of people have just told me no but yeah, that's not stopping me from trying one day i will find that person will be like you know what have i got the business for you sleep on com. oh it should be called sleep it off that's what it should be called sleep it off is it your business sleep it off it's your business where you die in your sleep it's like the most peaceful way to go out you know you know, that's, don't I think that's euthanasia <laughs> yes yes but at the same time it's done when you're sleeping so you're not you know you don't that, feel anything because i i don't know when like some people do i don't know the process of euthanasia so i'm not that well read on it but maybe they do already yeah. do it in their sleep like they induce you into like a you know i think that's i think that's how it works we're getting into the darker side <laughs> give them some chamomile tea and uh hey it is it is morbid i'll admit however it's uh you know we talk about everything on this so it's fine but okay More to the point, regressing back to our initial topic, which is Daylight Savings Time, right? Yeah. And I agree. This whole thing has really skewed up everybody's sleeping patterns.
1: Yeah, I couldn't sleep at all Sunday going into Monday. I mean, I did. I think we tried to, like, sleep a little early, but uh, still, like, I I could not fall asleep at all. I was in bed the whole time. Uh, I heard cats. (laughs) banging against walls your your cat doing their cat yeah my cats (laughs) just like running amok of our place
0: the the way you phrased that just made it seem like you just genuinely hear cats all the time doing random i heard i heard
1: the cats i'm hearing the cats musical you know like how (laughs) all the cats get together in the street every night and perform the musical
0: jellicle cats jellicle cats
1: (laughs) <laughs>
0: nice, nice nice just tap dancing <laughs> imagine if okay but imagine if the cats that you actually got were actual jellicle cats but you didn't know that until like two years into your relationship as as an owner and, Ooh. <laughs> and you kind of looked at them middle of the night and they were just out doing their own musical numbers yeah they have responsibilities
1: outside of just being my cat that's insane wow <laughs> which one do you think would uh be chosen as a jellical. what is it like the the jellicle cat
0: the the main cat who goes into the the heavy side layer right maybe has more of the more of the jellicle george michael is too lazy i feel he's a mm-hmm. loafer you know and i feel like that's tough what what is like how are they evaluated who gets chosen to go to <laughs> the a There's cat, a huge you know question I mean? on this. There was a huge... I saw way too many YouTube videos on, uh, like... <laughs> the analysis? Like during quarantine, yeah. During the early yeah. parts of quarantine. Oh, I mean, what else, what else could you do at that time? The you know? amount of things that I YouTubed that are just so... Like, how do you end up on that part and know these things? See, that's the thing. It's great to know material, but now how am I supposed to use this information... In conversations at dinner time with friends and not seem like a weirdo. You know, I feel like I'm just gonna bust out some random information of something that I remember from picking up over quarantine, and somebody's gonna look at me like, How do you. Nothing you... wrong with that. You see, I like it. This is exactly why we're vibing, but mainly because whatever I can bring up, you're just like, Yeah, I get that. But some people yeah. just make it awkward. And to those people, I say, Good day. Good day to you, sir. <laughs> Good day to you, sir.
1: <laughs> You've won nothing. <laughs> you get nothing. Um, um, no, I mean, yeah, definitely those conversations need to be brought up with the right party, you know. But I think this is the right party, and these are that. Those are the conversations I want to know. I want to know who gets chosen to go to the heavy side layer. And honestly, I think it'd be George Michael. Really? I don't know. I just feel like I feel like he's a he's a picky little boy, but yeah i I, he he means no harm to nobody you know that's true
0: i think maybe does have that like that um i don't know Mm. i go back and forth they should both go take them both please (laughs) they both deserve are deserving yeah yeah (laughs) (laughs) that'd be rare wow (laughs) take their vet bills too please (laughs) take them if you own a jellicle cat does the Jellicoal Society cover their, their premiums yeah, or the expenses? Yeah. <laughs> How does that work out? Just asking for future Jellico cat owners, you know? <laughs> yeah. Uh, but um yeah. Uh this this episode I definitely wanted to bring up something. Uh what do you want to bring up? I wanted to speak out on cancel culture. You know? Hmm. Sal and Chris. Chris and Sal, the this duo bring up a touchy topic it's wow okay we're, we're but i have there. to say
1: that if if anything too edgy comes out i'm going to remove my name from this podcast <laughs> episode it'll
0: just be the boop and sal show <laughs> is this the end of the chris and sal show as we know it <laughs> stay tuned is chris and sal canceled <laughs> did we cancel ourselves wow uh, ah, yeah. you can't... I canceled myself. <laughs> I, I feel like that's a comic strip. Um definitely. But um, I think I, I was... This is based from another podcast that I was hearing when I originally had this thought, which was probably, what, two weeks ago or... Like, just after we recorded our last episode, I got... Mm-hmm. I had a thought and I was like, wow, like, actually, what good is cancel culture about canceling friends and family or people in your innermost circle? Because I feel like there's two... There's, like, a spectrum of cancellation, let's say, you know? There's in today's society we cancel we cancel tv shows we cancel like pop culture right which is like like dr seuss right like that whole Mm -hmm. thing where some of his books are flat out racist like they're they're they cross a line they were socially acceptable back then but into by today's standards you know they are just not great to teach kids because then kids will pick up on those things yes it's one thing to teach them history to teach them like hey listen be aware but do not copy do not look at that as like wow through such a inspiring lens, so to speak. Much like we do with uh, Nazi Germany, you know? Yes, we know it happened. Mm-hmm. We give it recognition, but we d- are not proud of it. We're not like, honor, you know, no, no. If anything, honor the, the people that were put through those harsh conditions, right? And what I was going to bring up
1: with Dr. Seuss is that we're kind of at the moment of accepting of the idea of cancel culture in our culture that I think that people are sort of using that idea to their advantage to to make new moves out of it. So with the whole Dr. Seuss thing, like Do- Dr. Seuss, they canceled four specific books. And what happened? They sold out immediately on Amazon because everyone's like, oh, these are going to be going away. They're limited time. Oh, like rare collectibles or whatever. Yeah. So, yeah, so now that's – then people will sell them. Like was it a publicity stunt, you know? Right. Were they really trying to do the right thing? Because I mean, we a lot of people have known about Dr. Seuss's uh, history for oh, yeah, a while, his you know. And who he really, yeah. yeah. So, so
0: what? Why now? That's true, you know. But additionally, nowadays a lot of this cancel culture is becoming relevant and probably will still continue to be relevant moving forward from here on out because we're more aware. We're more as a society. I think we're raising the level of our standards where it should have been of just you know. Being more socially conscious of where everybody's coming from, their backgrounds, being more respectful, which is great. You want that, and I think that problem, I guess, that we're so many people are kind of even we're scared of is that you will never be aware of where the future is going to have its standards at because something that people by today, like the majority of us, right, where the majority of us stand is something that we define as like snowflake culture or, you know, way, being way too sensitive and too left side of the spectrum. Right. May be something that in the future may just happen to be the midpoint of where society will be. And by their standards in the future, we're going to be seen as being way too far right and way too, you know, like, our thoughts of today would be canceled, technically. So all to say that nobody is ever really aware of or prepared of what the future um, will hold their ideas to be or how, you know, uh, racist or whatever their ideas might be. I'm not saying these are good, and I'm not condoning them by any means, uh, just to be clear. But I am saying that we can never be fully prepared for it. Yes, by all means, don't be racist by today's standards uh, because there's a clear definition. And back in the past, a lot of people were okay with racism and they knew what it was and they were okay with that. And I guess this kind of, like, also ties in the question of morality and sort of um, your your stance on a lot of topics more than just, you know, uh, cancel culture. But I think cancel culture is, like, the one thing that you can talk about that can spew all these other side points from, you know? Right. Um yeah. So here. So now we can try to see
1: if if Chris and Sal get canceled. So <laughs> there is. <laughs> hey, do you want to
0: cancel this? All right, let's do it.
1: <laughs> there is a like a a teensy teensy weensy little little part of me that and I can't say anybody specifically, but just in general that uh feels um upset for people who who kind of get caught uh in those situations, um. You know, they did something wrong and, you know, hopefully for most of those people that they, they own up to it. But there was some element of being in that time where most people had the same understanding, you know, and some people didn't get caught. And I guess that's where my uh, where my teensy weensy feeling sorry for them comes in. But I'm not saying that I, I agree with, with their decisions. What I want to say is I think the best way to combat that is just always act in a way that you can be proud of your actions yeah. you know and never act in a way that you think might be belittling of other people you yeah. know like even if it's at the time quote-unquote okay or quote-unquote funny you know it it could be in the future that that's not cool and that's going to come back to bite you I mean also just the way I live right now like I never put anything out on at least I try to consciously I never put anything out on on Instagram or Facebook if I ever use Facebook which I barely do at this point that I think can come back to bite me in the butt cuz that's just how I I I grew up like never say something that can come back to bite me in the butt especially because my parents
0: were always like
1: never make us look bad you know yeah. like
0: we hear everything so <laughs> I think it'd be different though amongst amongst you as a person though cuz if you were to puts be somebody that puts your beliefs i guess on on social media the more vocal you are about where you stand on certain topics right i think that's in the recent year or maybe the past college years right my thoughts on that kind of shifted a little because i feel like yeah for a moment i can understand the the don't be vocal like don't make us look bad that was pummeled into us in high school i guess of the whole you know you only want positive attention to yourself not negative attention uh and that's like a quote that always sticks to me by our, our teachers but now like when you speak on your stance on certain matters if anything it leads to conversations with people i'm sure you're going to meet those people that are going to come at you with you know fists like how dare you and but other people can come to you in a more respectful approach and be like hey can we have a, t- a conversation on this or what are your thoughts and i like that additionally like my other point to that and agreeing with you was i get that you are like sympathetic to the people that have to deal with that because a big thing we tend to forget about is just how responsible we as a public were in those moments too whenever a celebrity's tweet or something somebody famous right uh, a public figure's tweet gets bought up from their history right everybody's immediate to jump the gun and be like oh my god like i can't believe they would have tweeted that but never do they show the amount of retweets and the people who did, in fact, retweet and liked all those posts as well during those times, you know? Right. And it's it's like, it's the same thing with, I guess, uh, like, let's say uh, the appropriate cultural appropriation of like the Indian headdress, right? And uh, blackface and all that. At one point or another, when we were growing up in the early 2000s, right? Us as 90s kids, right? in our demographic, we were at one point okaying that because that was a society that we grew up in. And- although now a lot of 90s kids are more socially aware and we're like, oh, no, we understand that. We've become educated. But for our predecessors, for our parents, for the older generation that's past the 90s and going into 80s and 70s, you know, they never had that same upbringing where it's a lack of understanding and a lack of conversation that we had because of the internet and because we could exchange ideas so fast in our upbringing that allowed us to formulate this new idea like, hey, maybe the stuff that we're doing is pretty messed up and it deserves, you know, some investigation as to why are we okaying this if some people are uncomfortable. And it's not just some people. It's an overwhelming majority that are uncomfortable, but because at the time they were seen as a minority, uh, they, it kind of was just pushed as like, a, eh, whatever. But that's like a side of the cancel culture that gets glossed over. I'm not defending cancel culture. What I'm saying is that let's also take into account everything that cancel culture is teaching us. It's not just a very, I don't like that, so X that out. Because with the Black Lives Matter protests, what a lot of people did was um, they canceled out their family or like any close friends where it was like, oh, you don't agree with that? Well, then I can't have you in my life. And I guess like maybe that's a tricky uh, walkway to go down. You know, Maybe it's not yeah, properly yeah. secured if we're going to go there. But to speak my two cents on that, I feel like the moment that you disconnect somebody out of your life, you sever that connection or that possibility of ever exchanging two sides of a perspective on in order to move forward. Um, And I think that's a lot of people are easy to cut somebody out of their life simply for not agreeing with them. I agree. Yes, there is like a moral stand ground or like this just basic decency to human life that everybody should have. And But again, the moment that you decide to cut them out of your life or the moment that you say, listen, this is too tiring, I can't devote this much energy to it, whatever the reason may be, you are permanently severing that connection to ever give them a chance to educate themselves and to push them forward into knowledge. And that's right. a tricky thing in itself. I am understanding of that as well. But I'm just saying,
1: I mean, closing him out completely definitely doesn't help in the path of of knowledge. But again,
0: I get it when it's just too extreme. When you're meeting somebody that's just like a devout follower of Trump, then it's like, oh, man. All right. Never mind. Like that. That's a that's a lost cause. Uh, I can understand you don't want any conversations or anything with them in your life. There are people there are families that have different makeups, if you will. So Mm -hmm. I get that, too. But yeah, like, that's something interesting that popped into my head when I was listening to this podcast two weeks ago about cancel culture. And I was like, wow, like, you know what? This stems on so many topics that I think a lot of people could pitch in their two cents on. I mean, there's also another level to
1: it, like with the vilification, you know, like when you create a villain out of somebody, the people who were once... I guess fans, uh, you know, people who
0: who followed that person or that thing, they feel attacked, you know? Oh, right. Because of all the memory. Yeah, no, but it's all the memories and connections and emotions that they have tied to that material. Not necessarily the yeah. person, but the material that put forth. That could be songs. That could be whatever. Right. Yeah. Good point. And and I was just watching something that was saying,
1: uh, I think it was a psychologist, or maybe it was just someone pretending to be a psychologist. <laughs> I don't know. But they said like when you are put in those moments where everything is against you, like it like stakes are high, more often than not, you're going to kind of you're going to double down rather than see the the right or the, the clearer picture. You're like, no, like this has to be right. You become defensive,
0: and you become defensive. Yeah. I feel like that's... See, I think everybody would fare so much better and we'd get to so many higher places as a society if we could all learn to understand the fact that there's an enormous possibility we can all be wrong in our own individual lives for so many things. And we're not always right. And and it's like, you have to have this dual mentality where it's like, I am both right and I am both wrong. It's like Schrodinger's cat Mm -hmm. where it's like, it both is and it isn't. And only then when you have the heart of like this understanding, are you able to listen and be more open minded to every possibility without turning it down right away? And I feel like that's the helpful part.
1: And they should make public speaking mandatory in in school. Yeah. You know? Yeah, they should. Like, I mean and not not just like presentation like what is your favorite founding father? And like use a PowerPoint. Like, no, like do like the the like speech and debate, I guess is what I'm saying, you know, like where you have to learn how to argue with respect, argue with respect.
0: Yeah. Yes. How to have, that's, I I agree. We should no longer have debates, like presidential kind of debates at our schools. Instead, we should have constructive conversations where it's like, (laughs) all right, you go. And then I go, but we're not mad at each other. We don't disagree to the part where it's, I'm going to fight you after school. No, no, it's just very casual the whole point of it is just to educate each other and learn something more uh, we should just start school subjects let's freaking start it we should, let's do it let's just start our own school what's
1: stopping New York us? School
0: <laughs> 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 actually <laughs> the clown university of kristen i like it. it has a nice ring to it yeah definitely no but yeah that that's that's a really good uh that's a good point to hit and if any of our listeners that are currently listening to this uh. Give us your thoughts on this, you know, like just if you want to cancel us, tell us, hey, you're canceled after this. You know, like I don't agree with any of this um, or just tell us your thoughts right, yeah, and appreciate that, that. We're coming.
1: We're coming at this, you know, with some with uh honesty, vulnerability, yeah. you know, vulnerability, exactly. you know? We're, we're just trying to start a dialogue. Yeah. um, And we definitely don't mean to cause offense to anybody.
0: Oh, for sure. For sure. For sure. Or do we?
1: No, no, we don't. No, no, we don't.
0: Um, But on to uh, other questions, I feel, you know. Now let's shift the conversation over to a question oh we can
1: do funny now can we do funny yet?
0: <laughs> uh, yeah let's let's tie in some comedy into this i don't see why not okay. yeah we'll lighten Lean the mood a little bit <laughs> <laughs> we'll talk something really existential and then shift the conversation over to you know Definitely. something greater is it that's how that's
1: how you mature an audience exactly. that's how you keep an audience you constantly Ooh. change it up on. you don't them know what's coming next you don't know what's happening
0: exactly no. i love that this show, to define it, if, if you ever needed to explain this show to a friend, it would really just be, it's an enigma. That's it. That's just truly really an enigma. It's, I don't know how to describe it. And that's exactly what we want to be in life. Indescribable. I think maybe is is back on the Jellicle list. Oh, really? She's been cuddling me this whole time I'm recording. So she overheard you and she's like, oh, somebody's getting selected. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. Well, <laughs> I mean, she's going for those brownie points. <laughs> She's not wrong, you know, hey. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: okay, here's a question. It's, a, it's another Reddit question from Ooh. the would you rather thread r slash would you rather. Ooh. And this question comes from user sugar dash And the question was, would you rather all your books be paperback, hardback, or audiobooks?
0: Ooh, this is
1: good. This is good. I feel like this this is gonna get you because
0: y- you like books. I, I, I love books. That's that's something I know about you. <laughs> that I, I love books. I'm a I'm a book kind of guy. You know, I like that. Yeah. yeah, it's true. It's true. Um, I would say okay. I would say hardcover books. I love hardcover books. Hardcover books are the key mm. to my soul. They are the key to my heart. If if I figured you'd say that. Yeah. You see, you know me well. Christmas gift hardcover book
1: (laughs) that's a hardcover right there he's showing it's
0: evidence that's it um but also i want to say that hardcover books were like the saviors of my life at one point because when i was younger and this is completely irrelevant books itself but when i was younger uh and you did something bad and your parents were on a rampage of hitting people uh (laughs) <laughs> for us growing up that was hard those books, hard man. books say hey, uh i like tried to be so sneaky about it too and i'd get like the what's it, the picture books that are hardcover and i'd sneak it into my like back jeans and i'd be like i'm prepared for this <laughs> if they hit me they're just gonna be smacking a book so and then i think my dad caught on once and i was like Cause I got twice the meeting there and I was like, e Oh man. Yeah. Growing up, right? That poor book, man. I know. It took it took all the all the pain for you. Honestly. Where would I be in life without books, you know? Yeah. <laughs> um, but no, honestly, I do like hardcover books more because it's more rigid. And when you're reading books outside or when you're laying down, I feel like it's hard with the flimsiness of a soft covered book. And with a hardcover book, you have that like firm grasp that you can firmly grasp it you know so yeah that would that would be mine what about you i'm a little bit in between um because personally
1: i much rather a paperback book really Uh, i actually prefer the flimsiness of it because i'm one of the people here's a book right here see i read books too okay (laughs) so i love how to get
0: away with murder nice (laughs) (laughs) how to read books for (laughs) you. see i can read how to read one of the one of my one of
1: my preferred ways of holding a book and you know listeners you may not be able to get this you won't get the visual that i'm showing Cell. but you know like i like to i like to bend aside
0: oh yes yes See, so so i can
1: hold it in one hand and just like see and i really appreciate that but at the same time and you know i I mean they're lighter you know so they're easier to carry around sometimes but at the same time, if I could give anything to a hardback book, hardcover, it's I love when you can take the the the, the jacket off the hardcover book yeah. and then you have like the etched yes, design yeah, on that. the on the hardcover.
0: I appreciate that.
1: I hate I hate book jackets though. Me too. Not a big book that, jacket.
0: I'm not right. big on them. I always take off their yeah. jackets. I'm like they're too hot. Just, you know, yeah. let them be. Let them let them
1: breathe. Let them <laughs> breathe them out. Yeah. Take them out to graze. Um so at least we we
0: both agree no audiobooks. See that was my that was my is that the but that's the future though. My thing is that I would always take a huge doo doo on audiobooks always. Uh, that's disgusting. Yeah, I would not agree with them anytime that uh, my siblings would put them on because Mikey Mikey grew up on uh, audiobooks a lot. My little brother mm-hmm. and Sarah, my oldest sister, would always listen to Harry Potter audiobooks. Uh, when we all lived at my parents' house, and it would just echo through the hallways, so I would always hear them going off. Oh,
1: That's how I read the
0: last couple of Harry Potter books, through audiobooks. Um,
1: I was thinking audiobooks as, like, e-reader books, like PDF kind of, oh, like the Kindle oh, kind. Oh, no. Oh, God, no, no. But, but it means reading all
0: your books to you. Yeah. I, I mean, yeah, I'm still not about that. Yeah. I don't know. I, mm. I'll admit, when I was younger... I hate them. I didn't like them. Nowadays, there's kind of like this uh, strange relationship I have with them. On the one side, right, they read me my book. And it. I feel like it really depends if the reader, if they speak the right way, or much like Stephen Fry uh, with Harry Potter's... Um, audiobooks? Yeah, the audiobooks. Uh, when you he- listen to them, it was so great. When you have somebody that has that much of a dynamic range that they can play so many different characters and so many different and change their voice in so many ways, that's so helpful, you know? But at the same time, I think about the books that I read and like when you begin reading something and the book itself tells you to envision a, a wizard or something, right? Isn't it crazy how your own mind can begin to give this character a different voice than your regular voice? Right. It's like your head Thought, and you're already playing all these things out in your head, and I guess that's the one thing that I don't like about audiobooks is that it already predetermines that for you. It's like a, it's like playing Dungeons and Dragons where you get the character sheet versus creating your own character. You know, it's like yeah, yeah. leaving less to the imagination, which is great if you don't want to, you know, be bothered with that, and instead you just want to enjoy the plot and storyline. Cool, but for me, sometimes I really do want to delve into the story and give that peace of mind. To dedicate to envisioning this world in my own version of it, you know? Definitely. So I think that's something that I kind of had tied down. But again, uh, for me, it's definitely the hardcover books because that gets more damage done in Bible fights. So, yeah. (laughs) Well. um... (laughs) Well, ain't that just the way?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And imagine a freaking Bible
0: audiobook that would take years to finish there's a movie about that the greatest story ever told that's i know that because my parents always watch that every easter
1: oh, my yeah God. well um the hardbacks won the hardcover books won that question with uh 3.7k yeah. votes wow that was hardcover right hardcover i'm telling you second by half was uh paperbacks 1.8k uh votes and then audiobooks got the least with 923 votes so there
0: you go you know why also because it's the bindings on the books like you said before it's that that detailing that enamel that you can get on hardcover that you can't get on on softbacks but that's uh that's a good one okay then let
1: me let me give you
0: a a second question let's do it
1: why not So the question itself reads, this is another Reddit question from the same thread, would you rather, Uh, the user Springtrap2019 submitted this question 19 days ago. And uh, the question reads, what board game would you rather play? But the options are Scrabble with English experts, (laughs) Jenga with structural engineers, Monopoly with bankers, (laughs) or operation with a surgeon
0: oh my god
1: um so i you're battling the best of the best you know what
0: i'm gonna do i'm gonna do um operation with surgeons uh yeah i would i would do that one because one monopoly with bankers that's already my life uh (laughs) uh, i don't get the game i don't get what's going on they always win the bank always wins (laughs) so whatever uh scrabble with english majors i would just feel english experts with english
1: english Ex- majors you'd probably win
0: <laughs> no i feel like i'd still lose with them uh but but okay but for as much as i like to say i know words i feel like an english expert would just blast me out of the water and really just i wouldn't win and i wouldn't enjoy that you know i, I wouldn't enjoy yeah, it. yeah um and lastly Django with structural engineers i know that they love their structures a lot like words do not express the amount of love structural engineers have for their jenga sets fair enough fair enough no that's that's really it they are very competitive uh i will say i played it with maybe once or twice with a few structural engineers and got my ass handed to me it was fun still lost okay but these are like your age like like young engineers right yeah yeah they were young oh yeah older engineers they don't play jenga for any are you kidding me like
1: (laughs) oh that's how i'm imagining it i'm imagining it like old like experts like (laughs)
0: award-winning experts (laughs) are versing me and maybe a team i I feel like i could be torn with jenga then maybe i could be torn i could be persuaded to play a game i i do a round of jenga with some of them but I think at the end of the day, I would definitely go with uh, Operation yes, with Surgeons. Yeah, Operation with
1: Surgeons. So what's your what's your main reasoning, though? It's just like everything else sounds like absolute shit, and this is the least shittiest?
0: Yeah, I guess. I feel like I would enjoy it. The other ones, I would just kind of sit there. No, you don't want to play a game that you know you're going to lose, you know?
1: Perhaps, perhaps. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're like, actually... I don't know about
0: that. But, I mean, I No, I see I see what you're saying. I very much would would like to have some hope of winning the game. I may I may know that I will definitely lose, but but maybe that surgeon is just off their game on that, you know, th- that particular day. So that's why it's like a mm. Well, I absolutely suck at, at
1: Operation. Really? So like I'll never win that. Yeah, ah. no, I'm always buzzing. It's very scary. No way. It's like a it's like it's like one of those like old like psychological tests, you know. Like ah, ah. I'm
0: actually pretty good at it, so that's why I'd I'd say, uh, yeah, I wouldn't. You got a steady yeah. hand. Oh, these hands. Maybe you should be a surgeon. These ha- you know, I feel like there's so many paths in life that your life can take, and I just chose the one that was like not too great but not too bad, and it was like just just all right, you know, just going through nice. it. Nice. Because I feel like if I had gone to the extremes. I would have not enjoyed my life as much because it involves so much studying to the point that you sacrifice too much of your personal life, mm-hmm. which maybe already happened. But it's it's because it was limited to five years instead of, like, an extended amount. But power to the people who can, like, go through all that. You ne- you'll you never know the path that it would have been, That, I guess. too. That, too. Well said.
1: But, but, the way I looked at this was... I know I'm gonna lose, so which would be the most fun losing? You know wow. what I mean?
0: Now that's a different way to that's a good way to look at it too.
1: So operation, I know I'm gonna I'm gonna hate that. And Also there's what like what is the game? It's just like pulling things out of small holes, right? Monopoly, definitely gonna hate losing. Everybody that hates because that. I I won't even know what steps to take, and I just feel like I'm gonna hear them being like like whenever I like I make the wrong move and I like buy like stupid, I don't know. Rockland Street. I don't know any of the streets. I don't play Monopoly, which is the point here. <laughs> they're going to be like, oh,
0: "You bought the wrong one. Give me your money." You know? <laughs> well, good for you, Mr. Moneybags.
1: <laughs> Scrabble, same thing. There's like too many options, and I just feel like I'm not going to know what to do, and they're just going to wipe the floor with me. Jenga, there's only one thing to do, and maybe you could beat them, you know? But also, I'd love to see, you know, it's always exciting seeing a a tower that you think should have fallen like 10 steps ago mm. just like keep it up and and if i could add just a little a little twist to this especially for specifically for jenga you ever played that jenga where like it has like the rules on it and it's almost like truth or dare or oh, like a little yes. bit more spicy yeah, spicy jenga and like you pull the jenga yeah. out. yeah spicy jenga and you take it out and it's like you have to give somebody
0: a piggyback ride. Like that, <laughs> right, you know? right. Piggyback ride. <laughs> so now that I can play with a bunch of structural engineers. See, and now if that was a game, if we change it to those those rules, you know I'm down for that one anytime. Nice. But even but even
1: if it's not, even if I can't if I can't go too far as to change the question, I still think
0: Jenga, I think it'll be the most fun to lose. I I would love to play Operation only to edge on the doctors with more pressure you know
1: how so you think you're
0: gonna you're gonna give them yeah a, a beat of sweat down yeah. their head like guy's you know <laughs> try, try and see how we can pressure them and be, make them throw them off their game i feel like that having those moments with them would be fun yeah but i mean it. like if you can like put their put their degrees on the table.
1: You know, like you lose (laughs) lose. I get I get your degree. (laughs) Ooh,
0: that would be good. Everything Uh, (laughs) I get your life. Thank you. (laughs) Wow. Nice, nice. Yeah. All right. So with this one,
1: it was actually very close. Uh, Jenga and Monopoly both had 2.6k votes. No way. So they're kind of tied, but it looks like Jenga took it because it's like it's highlighted and I think so maybe it's gotten, you know, a couple hundred more. Um with then uh Operation with 1.1k votes and then lastly Scrabble with English Experts.
0: I think I am surprised at Humanity. Yeah. I am definitely surprised at Humanity for that number being so close to jenga because everybody knows i know everybody knows that monopoly is the ruiner of life as a board game genuinely it's yeah. it's it's a financial game and when you think about it it really is just you being a robber baron like that's the whole point of it it's just it's just trying to teach you capitalism yeah though. and why who thought of this what cruel monster <laughs> no but it's it always ends the same way somebody gets upset starts screaming or you get way too bored to continue on and it's only like two players left or that's, three players left. that's how it happens for and me. then that's it and then yeah. you're bored to the point you're like do you guys even want to play this game anymore
1: now oh oh what
0: about playing clue with
1: expert uh detectives
0: wow no now that no no you know who i'd i want to see all right somebody's got to make this happen i would pay money to see this but just like clue what if we got detectives playing among us that oh yeah that
1: i'd like to see that okay
0: i was kind of on track with you we split
1: ideas that's still okay that's still a good (laughs) idea but you know like how youtube does all those like Hi, I'm I'm a kung fu expert and I'm going to watch all these movies uh, <laughs> where they where they do kung fu wrong and tell you how they're wrong.
0: You know, the way you said that reminded me of <laughs> her arms are cut off. Her legs are cut off. <laughs> <laughs> her eyebrows are cut <laughs> Uh
1: I, yeah, I love that. But um, but there should we should make a YouTube series of people playing these games with
0: professionals. Can we just? Can we just? Please take a moment to appreciate that you said her eyebrows were plucked out instead of her eyeballs were plucked out. It's like, oh nice, she got her eyeballs. Oh, <laughs> she got her eyebrows done. <laughs> yeah. I just... she cleaned them <laughs> up. Very nice. Um, <laughs> well, he killed her and he took a lot of her parts. But at least, <laughs> at least he did her. He eyebrows had the decency nice. of doing that. Thank you. Wow. <laughs> no, but yes, I I agree with the YouTube uh to have that if they could stream that, please yes yeah let's do that let's make that a thing Uh, <laughs> I-, I was also thinking i was gonna say it actually be i think one of the best games that will always go down in my history of top tier board games that i've ever played and to anybody that hasn't played this game yet you need to get it it is the most addicting most friendly let's say shoots and ladders oh that's a good one too no i wasn't thinking gonna... to block
1: Block is that's what we played
0: right in Yeah Oh yeah. And I think so many people should be on that Block is five. If you don't know what it is, Google it. We'll include uh Amazon link in this (laughs) in our link down below. Yeah. But don't buy it from Amazon, but we'll include an Amazon. Exactly. So you know what we're talking about. Um but yeah, like just check it out and you're gonna go crazy for it. It's a four way player game, but you could play two players too. Um it's almost like, what is, how do you even describe it? It's like Tetris, but on a board game, yeah. playing with multiple people. Yeah. So so the idea is that it's, it is Tetris-like. You have these Tetris shapes and blocks, hence the name Blockus. And you have to try and almost like snake out your territory without, and there's like rules as to how you can do it. And you can't like let pieces overlap each other or whatever, or um, border other players and stuff. So um, yeah, fun game all the way highly recommend it it has it has a chris and sal show seal of approval yeah and yes. that is a rare thing to that's, get that's right? For sure yeah i didn't even know we had the seal but how long has it been here well i've been giving them out so <laughs> wow so th- that's how you're getting free dinner reservations uh, <laughs> interesting no but that that's good that's good i gotta use the clout that i have you know? it's true yeah <laughs> so thank you again everybody for listening thank you very much uh
1: we would like to thank uh basement alien who if you didn't hear was in our last episode talking about their art so take a listen to that but we want to thank them for our logo and we also want to thank lit match for having us on the network thank you for um, being the lit match fan bam that you are yes thank you another podcast you can check out is free live cams also on the lit match
0: network yep happy to always give him a shout out and uh yeah i think that's uh that just about does it for this episode thanks for tuning in on another another episode of answering questions of the universe so you don't have to we haven't said that in a while (laughs) that's (laughs) true we haven't said our tagline (laughs) until next time with your hosts sal and chris Salam, other <laughs>